We are here with Rick Hennessy, the founder and CEO of Solius, which is just extraordinary. I'm so excited that you're part of the Startup Health family. Um, why don't we start with your vision? Let's start with your moonshot, what you're doing at Solius. Well, thank you. So, you know, we, we started out about eight years ago with this idea that we could um, provide a better way to solve one of the biggest problems of our time and that's lack of sunlight, or in modern terms, low vitamin D. And so what we did was- That impacts a big percentage of the population. That's exactly right. About 77% of the people have low vitamin D, and um, it's related to over 100 diseases in almost every form of cancer. And the reason is, is that, that D converts to a hormone, it's not a nutrient, it's actually a hormone, that helps regulate cellular activity. And so it's, it's, a, it's critical. It's like you need fresh air, clean water, proper nutrition and sunlight to survive. The, the problem is, is that, um, you know, we've migrated away from the equator and we've become an indoor society. And even when we go outside for legitimate fear of skin cancer, we're covering up. And so it's created this big issue where we're just not getting enough sun and we help to replace that a safe way to activate vitamin D um, in the body. Extraordinary. So you're a serial entrepreneur. Um, talk about the genesis. You know, how, how did you come to create Soleus in the first, first place? So, um, actually, there's, there's uh, one gentleman in particular that, that had the idea many years ago. His name is Alex Moffat, and he um, was the original founder of this company and um, basically had, had read so much about vitamin D, and he was a, a light science expert. And then um, he came to me. I initially was an investor. And it was a very personal thing for me because uh, my wife struggles with um, seasonal affective disorder and some other issues related to vitamin D. Um, she was taking a lot of vitamin D, but she couldn't get her levels up. Um, and one of the big issues is when we were trying to get pregnant, her D levels were too low. And so we had to go on vacation. Um, and so I learned a lot about that. And so when he came to me looking for, for investment capital, it, it just resonated. Hmm. And so what we did is we, we uh, got investors, and then we uh, compi uh, compiled together a group of some of the world's top experts in light science and biology and medicine, and we started on the problem. Yeah. So let's dig into your approach because I think it's it's quite unique. It's it's different. Um, it's natural. You know, um, talk about how Soleus is different than some of the other ways people solve this problem. That's right. So. There are a couple ways to solve the problem. You can go out in the sun. It's very hard to regulate, and you really have to be out between like 11, maybe 30, and 1.30 in the afternoon. Um, and in the northern climate where I'm from, you only get that like six months out of a year. And then the other way to get it is to get vitamin D is from a pill. And um, that can get your D levels up in some cases, um, but it's not the same thing as when you get it from the sun. It goes through a much different regulatory process. Um, it's not binding correctly to proteins when you're getting it from a pill. I'm advocates of pills, but it's just not doing the same thing. Mm. And so we realize that there's a big problem. Um, if you look at the population, there's you know, over 100 million Americans that have some form of fat malabsorption. And so if you have fat malabsorption, fat-soluble um, nutrients like vitamin D supplements are not working very well. So we thought we have a, we have a way to solve this problem by biomimicry, by duplicating 
the way the sun works, but eliminating the harmful rays that are most responsible for skin cancer and aging. And so, so that's what we've done for vitamin D. Who's your customer then? Who are you selling into um, today? So that's a, that's a uh, good question. So we don't go to market until uh, probably November of this year. We just passed our uh, our last regulatory audit last week, which is very exciting. Congratulations. And so um, initially you look at vitamin D and you look at the entire population because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a world health problem, 77% of people across the globe. But that's too large a market if you want to create predictability for a business to be able to just go out and say, everybody come in our machine. And so one of the biggest uh, population sectors that has an acute need is people with autoimmune disease. If you have intestinal bowel disorder, you almost undoubtedly have physical fat malabsorption. However, you're taking a lot of vitamin D to reduce your flare-ups and to extend clinical onset. So in that case, that person has a problem because they're taking a lot of D, they're getting things like higher blood pressure, they're getting calcification of the organs, which is not reversible. Mm. Um, and they're having stomach issues from the, the quantity of the supplement they're taking. So in that case, that person can come into our machine and for a very low cost per month, um, be able to get their D levels up. So will these machines be everywhere that consumers can access them? Will they go to their provider, to their doctor to get access? What That's right. So we, so what happened was when we developed this technology, we realized that we could use light to instantiate more than just vitamin D. Some mechanisms that are out there treating all sorts of different autoimmune diseases. And we, we really felt like we have the future of medicine in our hands. So we decided that if we have that responsibility, what do you do with it? So we package it into the self-service machine that can make it accessible and affordable for everybody. So initially, we're, we're placing these in clinics. Um, there's some athletic facilities because they know that bone and muscle is important. Um, and then specialty pharmacies that are dealing with people with autoimmune disease. Mm. But someday, you know, this, this, this treatment will be analogous to brushing your teeth. Everybody will know they need to do it. And we're going to make it accessible um, for the entire population. You'll probably see them in large pharmacies. Um, you might see them in your health clubs. Um, and you well, can it's interesting because you know, at, at tanning salons, there's been a lot of research that th they can be very bad for your skin. That's right. Um, but could these facilities start to have new technologies that turn into health facilities? Maybe. Um, we've stayed away from that segment um, simply because we... Um, our technology, we spent so much time making it safe and effective that right. we didn't want to be associated with the UVA exposure, which, which yeah. creates malignant melanoma. So the amount of harmful rays you would get in our machine would be similar to standing in the sun for about 13 seconds for an entire treatment. So you can get almost a month's worth of D in, with very little uh, energy exposed to your skin. So even people with skin cancer um, are now able to use our, use our treatment. Extraordinary. So take us into the future. Um, what does that look like when, you know, as you bring Soleus to the world? Well, I think it, it looks like a place where, you know, people are, uh, have reduced disease. The future of medicine is going to be much different than it is today. It's going to be low cost, easy to access. But I think that there's all these, like you go to this show today and you see all these amazing diagnostics tools, all sorts of great stuff. And I think that we're going to figure out what diseases we might, you know, potentially have in the future. And I think waiting for um, people to get sick before we treat them is going to really seem um, 
like, why would you do that? Right. You know? and, and so our treatment is going to look a lot like a treatment for someone who might be sick or co-therapy with a drug, but we'd prefer to be the unsung hero and just prevent things. Right. So, you know, it, uh, the U.S. research shows us that if we can get D-levels optimized across 80% of the population, that it could cut cancer rates in half. I mean, that's just a crazy number. And, and same for autoimmune disease. If you can get 80% of the population, they believe that we can cut autoimmune disease rates in half if they get their D levels optimized. So we, we feel like we have this ability to prevent disease and do it in a way that we deem as scientific wellness. Mm-hmm. Go through the clinical trials, prove it's effective, and then go out through the proper channels to, to distribute the news do trade journals, you know, publish, things like that. What are some of your biggest lessons learned being in healthcare and being an entrepreneur in the health industry? That is a great question, Unity. I appreciate that. So, well, I think the biggest lesson for me is, you know, I love making money. It's really a lot of fun. And my companies have done well. um, And it allows for that competitive nature that you have in business. But when you get in healthcare, there's something else that, that happens. You start meeting people that have conditions. You meet someone with MS or you meet someone with psoriasis. You realize these are human beings that are your friends, your family. They're people you love. And if you don't love them when you meet them, you love them shortly after. And, and so the way that I look at the business has changed. My mindset has changed significantly from, you know, someone who's out to make money and attack a market to someone's out like, how do we help more people? Our, our decisions that we make at this company are much different because we're affecting people's health than they would have been if I was in my last company just selling ring, ringtones over phones. Um, and so like a pricing comparison could be like, okay, how much money is someone going to pay? You know, that, that's a pretty common thing in business. But for us, it's like, what's the lowest cost we can charge to get the most people in to help the most human beings? And so our whole mindset has shifted around this idea that we have a chance to change the health of humanity. Mm-hmm. Let's take it seriously. Let's be responsible with it and find a way to provide this simple service at a low cost and make it easy to access. Extraordinary. Um, advice to other entrepreneurs just getting started? Uh, that's a great question. So, um, first of all, advice is cheap. Everybody's going to give <laughs> it to you. <laughs> Do what you're, you believe is your heart. I, I don't know. I think... This goes back into more of a business discussion, um, but if you're in healthcare, I would, you know, again, be a quality company. Try to do things by the book. Um, take no shortcuts. Um, I like to have a plan and process for everything. Even at our office making coffee, it's got to be made till five, then you can make your own cup. And um, be transparent. Uh, if you notice, we send updates out every month to our investors. Uh, the first page is our problems, our challenges. And because every company has them, don't be afraid to talk about them. Um, everybody that's involved has a single stock in your company. Any, even one share is an owner, and interact with them like they're your partner because they are. And I think if you've been through it, built and sold companies, you realize on the backside that everybody's a part of the journey and, and treat them like that. So, well, extraordinary what you're doing. Um, glad you're part of the Startup Health family, and uh, thank you for sharing your wisdom. That's great. Well, I feel lucky to be here. A lot of really good human beings. Everybody's a lot of fun to work with. And thanks for helping us build something special.